Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. We would like to acknowledge that this podcast is recorded on Aboriginal land and recognise the strength, resilience and capacity of the Turrbal and Yagara people in this land. Hey Mel. Hey Taylor. What do you call a sad pup? Oh, what? Melancholy. Oh, ow, me! Welcome back to the Floof and Popper podcast. I'm Taylor. I am Mel. Okay, it's bye. <laughs> Imagine. I've saved so many hours. Oh, uh, sleep. I always wanted a different thing on the back of my jersey for school. Me too. I had Taylor. I had Scary Spice because Mel because B. Your name is Mel B. But I was always we like, why didn't I do like that. melodramatic or it, like melancholy? <laughs> it had to be a derivative of our name. Lame. That's like not fun. We weren't allowed like random nicknames. <laughs> like I was going to get Bucket, but we, we had, it had to be derivative. Bucket's so really cute. I got Taylor. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Good time. Um, well, here's a more fun story. Hit me with it. <laughs> um, this is something that is coming up. Mm. The Tamworth, which is a place in... Um, it's the a country music here. capital of Australia. That's it. Did you know that? I had a feeling. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> the Tamworth Paceway to host Dachshund Racing on January 23rd. I don't oh. know when this is coming out. I also don't know what day it is today as of recording. So. Uh, it's going to be past January 23rd when it comes out. Oh, well, you guys can look it up. But here's what they said it's before like it started. <laughs> from date of recording. Oh. Yeah. Tamworth Paceway is set to come to life with racing of a different kind on January 23rd. During the final of the Tamworth Harness Racing Club's annual carnival, there will be... Whoa. That was a lot of work. I got words. dizzy when you said that. So did I. There will be Dachshund racing. Yes. Commonly known as Sausage Dogs, the pets will race in between the nights, harness racing as a way to bring the community together. So I'm going to assume this is all like healthy, like not training, not like whipping. Well, like yeah. Dachshund racing, racing is controversial. Oh, really? But it's often done for fun. It's not like... Yeah, that's what that's. What I'm assuming they're like bringing their pets, setting yeah. them loose, and being like, "Go!" Yeah, Not like they've been training them, they've been like nah. overworking them, they've been starving them, that kind of stuff. Yeah. Uh, event coordinator Scotty John Welsh, <laughs> great name. That sounds like a dog name. <laughs> Is the dog coordinating the event? <laughs> I hope Come so. here, Scotty John. Um, he said the concept had garnered a lot of interest. I believe it. I have sausage dogs myself. I am sausage dogs myself. Is that what he said? No. Oh, I wish that's what he said. <laughs> and I Ruff, first Ruff, saw... Pass me a bone. <laughs> and I first saw the racing when I went to the Narrabree show last year. Welsh told The Leader, which is what I'm reading this off. The, the Leader? No- the Northern Daily Leader. That's an interesting name for a paper. Hmm. I never get names for It's a little bit papers. pretentious. They always... <laughs> they always, like... I just don't get it. Yeah. 
like the I someone who comes from journalism I just don't understand newspaper yeah. names sorry random it was a lot of fun and I thought it would be a great way to add some entertainment into an exciting night of harness racing which we do not condone yep. um so far I've had quite a few people register to race and I'm hoping there will be plenty more Featuring dogs across the region, the racers will have the hounds racing from one human to another. <laughs> See, that's nice. Yeah. I don't like when they make them chase the rabbit. You yeah. know, when they Ugh. have that like electric rabbit. Really and stuff. creepy. Yeah. If one person holds the. Sorry, what? <laughs> no, yeah. If it's two people, I think that's really cute. It's Just really like, cute. Come here, be the fastest. Yeah. And then they get a little cuddle at the end. Yes. Which is cute. One person holds the dog at the start, and the other acts as the person the dog runs to. At this stage, we look set to be able to run three or four races, but depending on how many entries we get, we can also run more. Welsh said- That's how things work. (laughs) Welsh said entry forms were available on social media and included free entry into the paceway. Uh, Oh my God. As well as the races, there will also be prizes for the best dressed dogs. Yeah. This is what I'm about. about. I love dressing up dogs. It's so cute. When they appreciate it and they don't get scared. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's pretty much it. But I wanted to also read this little article um, that just kind of explains Dachshund racing. Mm-hmm. Um, so it says Dachshund racing or wiener dog racing is a popular yet controversial sporting event, primarily found in North America. Typical Dachshund races are either 25 or 50 yards in length. I have no idea what that is. Allow me. Divided by like three. Is that a thing? No, I don't know what that's like inches to Do feet. you say 25? 25 yards is about 23 meters brilliant which is not not very much. far at all <laughs> so i guess double that is like 60 meters yeah something like that no not even 45 meters yeah which is that's actually quite long but for not a small really doggo. like think of your 100 meter sprint it's like less than half of that true i always imagine the school i went to like my high school like mm. if I have to think about like 400 meters or like 200, like I think Compare of the racetrack it. at my school and I'm like, okay, about that. Like That's pretty handy. I'm sure a lot of people do that to be yeah, honest. I yeah. I don't know. That and Subway sandwiches. Oh yeah. I definitely do Subway sandwiches. <laughs> like if you tell me that you're six foot tall, I just imagine six Subway sandwiches. <laughs> Delicious. Mm. Now I want Subway. Eat fresh guys. <laughs> Please sponsor us. We're not sponsored. Uh, Hashtag not sponsored. In the less formal events, most entrants are not career racers nor bred for racing. Often, dogs will choose not to run the length of the course and instead visit with other dogs to the owner or to the owner rather that released them. Me on sports day (laughs) being like, I don't want to run. I just want to chat to my friends. Same. Otherwise, dogs will run swiftly to their owner at the finish line, coaxed by food or toys. Yay. The de facto national championship of wiener dog racing is the Wiener Schnitzel Wiener Nationals held in San Diego, California. Say wiener one more time. Wiener. Excellent. <laughs> uh, Daxon racing was first held in Australia. Was it really? Yeah, in the 1970s. That's a true fact. Yeah. There you go. The early meets featured Whippet Afghan Hounds and yes. Daxon racing purely for fun. Oh, I want to whip it so bad. Um, Anybody got a spare Whippet, chuck it my way. <laughs> so cute uh yeah it goes on to talk about stuff but i mainly wanted to point out the criticism uh while some compare the sport to english and later american greyhound racing Mm. others see it as cruel and risky racing can be can strain the spines of the dogs and some suspect that the sport can lead to the abuse of racing animals Mm. the dachshund club of america opposes dachshund racing 
uh, because the breed has a genetic predisposition to back injuries. Yep. Um, and it links to an article, which I'll pop into the show notes, uh, by The Telegraph called Sausage Dog Registrations Surge Sparking Fears of Back Problems, um, which was in 2018. Just talking about how trendy sausage dogs became. and Yeah, they were they got real popular really quick for a yeah. while. Yeah. And um, then uh, just warning of the back issues and things like that. So mm-hmm. I think as a one-off, as a fun little event, totally that makes as sense. like a little carnival game, one day. Yeah. Like I would let Zola do that. Yeah. For like so a one day, she would never win, but like <laughs> she's way too distracted. But like let her race like 40 meters, off you go, done. Yeah. That's totally fine. Breeding her to do that like every weekend, absolutely not, not. okay. And I really hope there aren't people out there doing that, but it's just not. It's unethical. You're hurting your dog. Yeah. And when your dog isn't making the choice, I mean, it's one thing if you're a person and you're choosing to compete in racing or swimming or sport and you are making the decision to train yourself. That's one thing. But a dog doesn't have a say in it. No. They can't tell you I'm tired today or I can't do it anymore. Yeah. And to force that on them is pretty, pretty rough. And any like long exposure to the racing, obviously it occurs in people, it occurs in dogs. It'll, Mm -hmm. you'll get injuries. Exactly. But- it's Daxon racing season and it's all casual. Um, I saw that it's there's one casual. in Rockhampton. Cute. They're all over America. It's really cute I, and I've, fun. They're still quite popular. Like I'm still seeing like a lot of Daxons around. Yeah. Like, because they're silly in and my sweet. Travels. They're silly. Huge dogs. You're silly and I love you. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, that's my little story is that uh, as of recording, upcoming Daxon race in Tamworth. Tamworth. Classic Tamworth. Shout out to uh, your man, Alex Smith, who's yeah. also on this network. He just played Tamworth. Uh, what is Alex uh, host? Uh, he's on My Song Suck on the uh-huh. network. On That's Not Canon. And sorry, Alex. He's on something else. Now I can't remember what. Oh, I can't remember. Oh, he's also else. He's also <laughs> on like lots of Disney vs. Disney. If you go check that out. Um, he's also been on Musicals Taught Me Everything I Know. Have a look on the network for Alex Smith. He's a champ. Yay, TNC fam. Uh, so, do you remember a couple, oh, it's probably a few months ago now, I talked about the Cordoba fighting dog? Yeah. Which, which is an extinct breed that was like huge. Yeah. Um, but a big fighting dog. It's related to the Doggo Argentino. Oh, Doggo Argentino. Who I want to talk about today. And Cute. I swear the last time I had a Doggo, I did the same thing. It's like Dojo. I think it's meant to be like do- I don't know, but I like saying doggo, so just like bear with me. Um, so they're basically a large, white, muscular breed of dog developed in Ooh. Argentina. Surprise. Primarily for the purpose of big game hunting, including wild boar. Holy moly. Do you know how big a wild boar is? Pretty like, huge and terrifying. Massive. Like sm- like bigger than an eight-year-old. Like they're f- <laughs> flipping huge. Good comparison. Wild boars, like, be thinking like warthog size. Good grief. You know, like wild boars are massive. Like not a little pig, like huge. Anyway, they hunt those. Um, The breeder, um, Antonio Nordes Martinez, also wanted a dog that would exhibit steadfast bravery and willingly protect its human companion. Um, It was first bred in 1928 from the Cordoba dog, along with a wide array of other breeds, including the Great Dane. Oh. So that's kind of what they look like. He's made to be big. Yeah, they're they're heckin' huge. Um, males come in at about 40 to 44 kilos and <laughs> females are great 40 to 40 I don't know why they put that in there <laughs> it's just 40 guys uh, yeah so pretty pretty big and they're usually almost always white 
Yeah. Hmm? So short coat, white. They can have black spots on their skin. It's pretty cute. Yeah, it is really cute. Sometimes <laughs> they have the little eye patch. Eye patch. It's so cute. Um, and a strong body that rarely has any markings on its coat, except for perhaps some black spots. Mm. Um, any type of marking or spot on the coat is considered a flaw. By oh, rude. I, I, I assume that's by, you know, pure like show, breeders, show dog standard. Yeah. Um, while it is not accepted in many of the clubs, a doggo Argentino can have a black or brindle spot on its head known as a parata. Oh, parata. And this is accepted by the Federación Sinologica Argentina. Beautiful. Thank you. I've been practicing my Spanish. How do you spell parata? Uh, P, like a pirate. P-I-R-A-T-A. Oh, cute. Does I wanted to look up what I meant. Stop. What does it mean? P-I-R-A-T-A. Yeah. Um, we have we have it in dancing as a par- maybe I'm thinking of a parada as oh, a stop. I just assumed it would be pirate. Hang on, let me go. Oh translate. yeah, that would make sense. <laughs> I literally said pirate. Yeah, <laughs> with like a little. <laughs> what an idiot! <laughs> Not at all. Let me look it up. Um, Guys, I went to university. <laughs> <laughs> Is it? Oh, it just says pirate. It just says pirate. It's pirate. There you go. So that would be the like the little eye patch. Cute. Yeah. Cute as heck. Parada. Tiny pirate. I wonder what, I wonder how you spell parada. Anyway, not really. <laughs> so the length of the body is just slightly longer than the height. The length of the front leg is approximately equal to one half of the dog's height and withers. Ooh. Um, head has a broad, slightly domed skull and the muzzle is slightly higher at the nose than the stop when viewed in profile. The tail is low, thick at the base and tapers to a point. Just Google it. Not this is all really hard to picture unless you just Google it. They're very They're boxy, cute. boxy. They looking. are super boxy. Similar yeah, similar to a like a pibble. A what? Pibble. Oh, uh, pibble. You, oh, you're being cute. Okay. <laughs> I was like, I don't know what that is. Like a pebble. <laughs> um, it's been described as looking similar to the American bulldog. Um, very tall, but very tall with a white solid coat. The breed has also been described as looking similar to the American pit bull terrier. Oh, yeah. Nice work. Um, although the pit bull terrier is far smaller. Oh, so you got to right. large them. Of course. Large yeah. Them they're big, they're big boys. So Antonio Nores Martinez, a medical doctor in 1928, professor and surgeon set out to breed big game hunting dog that was also capable of being a loyal pet and a guard dog. Mm. Um, he picked the Cordoba dog to be the base for the breed. Well, cause it was still around. Mm-hmm. Um, the breed, that breed's extinct as we know, but yeah. it said that it was as large as Hello, but it was said that as a large and ferocious dog, it was a great hunter. So he crossed it with the Great Dane, Boxer, Spanish Mastiff, Old English Bulldog, Bull Terrier, Pyrian Mastiff, English Pointer, mm. Irish Wolfhound, Whoa. and Dog de Bordeaux. Far out. There you go. All the big mixes. So obviously not in one go, but like <laughs> um, really mixed a lot of those really tough boxy muscular dogs that yeah. a lot of those we've actually talked about yeah um if you want to go back and have a listen but developing that breed so he could have something really strong really stable um to be a big guard dog yeah um so he continued to develop the breed via selective breeding to introduce the desired traits which basically means that he didn't let the dogs breed with whoever they wanted yep. he contained them and picked mates for them and that kind of mm. thing um, in 1970, Dr. Zabalos, this is somebody Zabalos. Zabalos, Raul Zabalos, brought the first six Doggo Argentinos to the United States of America. So they're actually kind of a new breed, really. Yeah. Once, if you think about some of our older breeds. Um, and you can find more information on that. Um, big game hunters also trained for search and rescue, police assistance, service dogs, guide for the blind, competitive obedience, and military work. Oh, 
Yeah, makes sense. Makes sense. All the hardy, they have that hardy re- jobs. Yeah, because they have that really strong like, composure. Yeah. yeah. Um, intelligent and courageous with a strong natural instinct to protect its home and family. Um, very social dogs and happiest when included in all family activities. <laughs> uh, they make a strong distinction between familiar people and strangers. So... Uh. If you are looking to have them as a social family dog, you have to socialize them at an early age yeah. because they will just otherwise stick to their family and yeah. hate everyone else. Yep. Hunters of great courage and endurance will work individually or in packs. Um, they've also successfully been used for police protection work. Um, <laughs> however, an unsteady temperament is a serious fault. <laughs> Oh, well, I mean, so they can they can get cranky quite easily, yeah. they get defensive quite easily, so. Oh, guys. Um, life expectancy of 10 to 12 years, which mm. is pretty good for a doggo of that Solid for a big size. boys. Um, they can experience pigment related deafness. Oh, interesting. Mm-hmm. So, 10% deafness rate overall with some afflicted um, uniorally, which means they have one deaf ear and mm-hmm. some deaf in both ears. So uh, there you go. Pigment As they get older. related. Yeah, it might be something deafness. for us to look into later because that's kind of interesting. The most common cause of congenital deafness is pigment related. There is some talk about a recessive gene as well, but nothing definite. Hmm. Some dogs have white coats, but still have pigmented skin. Mm. Um, so like this article says that um, Dalmatians... Often right, have that pigment-related deafness. <gasps> I didn't know that because they're white, but with the same with the white boxer and the white bull terrier. I just want to know why. That's so interesting. That's something we'll come back to. Yeah. Um. Basically, while the dog Argentina was primarily bred by bred from the Cordoba dog, it uh-huh. was bred to be a cooperative hunter. So to um accompany other catch dogs and bay dogs. Hmm. So as opposed to the Cordoba fighting dog, which was just meant to like despise all other dogs. Yeah. Um, it, it's actually banned or has owner strip restrictions in certain countries, including mm. Cayman Islands, Denmark, Fiji, Iceland, Australia. Yeah. New Zealand, Singapore, Turkey, and Ukraine. Right. Yeah. Um, in the United Kingdom, it's actually illegal to own a doggo Argentina without lawful authority. Wow. So basically yeah. what they're saying is they're so strong yeah. that unless you're making a solid commitment to own them, you can't just have them as a pet. Yeah. 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 Which is fair. It's like, you know, you wouldn't have a pet lion unless you yeah. knew how to look after it. <laughs> yeah, fair you know? enough. So they're, they're strong enough that in the wrong environment, they can be harmful. Yeah. Yeah. So probably not. To our Australian listeners and UK listeners, uh, a good family dog. Maybe maybe steer towards something else. Yeah, maybe stay within the I mean, law. if you're a hunter or if you are a police officer or mm. if you are a scientist maybe that's doing forensic work, could be a really good dog. Right. But not not family dogs. Yeah, no. so quite rare. If you, if you are maybe in one of those countries that will allow a doggo and you have one of your own, mm-hmm. Uh, show us. Let mm-hmm. us know. We want to see these cuties. So it. Oh, do you know what? Really, really recent. January first, twenty twenty. The AKC American Kennel Club announced Doggo Argentino as a recognized dog breed in the U.S. along with another breed, the Barbet. No way. Sorry, Which we've talked about literally before as well. like three weeks ago, or maybe four or five from the rec- release of this podcast. Yeah. This episode. Um, so now there are officially 195 dog breeds in the hey, AKC. Hey, congrats, Doggo Argentina. As of the 1st of January. Yeah, I how cool. I can't say for when this comes out. 
And the Barbets. Barbets. Barbets, which I believe we have also talked yeah, about. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So there you go. Um, officially recognized by the AKC, Woo-hoo. which is which makes sense because they were bra- They started breeding in 1928, which right. was less than 100 years ago. Yeah. And they didn't come to America until 1970. Right. So they've really only been in the country 50 years. Yeah. So, and we know the AKC takes its time to verify. Yes. So <laughs> that's pretty good. How cool. There you go. Congrats, so dog. Interesting dog, really gorgeous dog. Mm. Probably not one to bring home to your family. Yeah. Check uh, the law <laughs> before you go about <laughs> yeah, adopting I, I a big imagine, boy. I imagine, especially in places like Australia and the UK, it's going to be pretty hard to get one. Yeah. Just willy nilly. Yeah. Yeah. But we'd love to see if you have one. Please. Yeah. <laughs> Please. Please. Yeah. Please. Yeah, y'all. And with that. Uh, what you got, homie? In case you have some really magical breeds to show off, including the Doggo Argentino. I have a WikiHow article for you. Yes, we love a WikiHow. How to organize a dog show. <laughs> oh, we really go in there. Yeah. We're not playing anymore. We're organizing oh, yeah. a dog show. Oh, we've leveled up. <laughs> we have certainly leveled up. A dog show is fun, even if it is just for a small group of people. You can do agility with dog shows as well. You're trying to tell me you want to throw a dog show because I don't know if I'm ready for that. The Floof and Papa dog show. The Floof and Papa dog show. Oh, oh I like how that sounds. It does sound very cool. <laughs> uh, it is also a good way to raise money for a charity. Interesting. Mm. Um, I like this article because all of the WikiHow photos are mainly of this one dude thinking about how to start a dog show. Ideal. <laughs> I love wiki articles where it's just like think about this or try this and it's like you how do you illustrate that and like all of the dogs in these pictures are silhouettes what like no one drew the dog it's just this dude thinking about stuff. like a shadow and then yeah shadow dogs super bizarre anyway in case you're interested in starting your own dog show um step one of course is do you have insurance do you have a license oh we love insurance good now let's continue How do you get a license for a dog show? Or is that a separate article? I think that's a separate article. Yeah, my apologies. <laughs> uh, number two, volunteers to run... Ex- to, Hello. Woof. Hello. To run... Ex- I can't say a successful... There we go. To run a successful, fun dog show, you'll need lots of reliable people to help you. Assign everyone a job and make sure everyone knows their role. Very good. Very Just good. get volunteers. <laughs> get some friends. Get some help. <laughs> Number three, begin by organizing the place you are going to do the show. Make sure that you are allowed to hold a public event here. Also Make sure decide, that you're allowed dogs there. Yeah. Because it would be pretty sad if you rock up on the day and they're just like, oh, no dogs. Yeah. Side note, Taylor and I recently went to the RSPCA we pop-up adoption in Brisbane. Ago. It was really cool. Um, which was held in a convention center. Uh, which I mm-hmm. just never realized there could be animals in. Well, I was looking around and it has a cement floor. Yeah. So I guess they have like square carpeting that they can put in and take out, I guess. Oh, like, yeah. Is it ever carpeted in there? I, I don't think know. it must be. That's wild. Anyway. Surely. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. But in my but mind, what it, a great, it has what a been great carpeted. venue. So um, check out a convention center near you if you have the cash to have a dog show there. Wow. Please invite <laughs> us if you're having it at another convention center. Please near do. You. I want to come to that. Uh, also decide what to do if it rains. Is it indoors? Will it get muddy? Is there somewhere to do agility if you're holding that event? Is there somewhere to do agility? <laughs> we must know. The question. Make sure that once you have your venue, book it with plenty of time to organize everything else. 
Uh, and then some suggestions like village or school halls, village halls. I don't What's think a we have village hall. I think Probably it's just a, a town hall. hall. Yeah, <laughs> town halls, village hall. Uh, with I don't think access. We have villages. I don't think so either. What uh, are they called? Like community halls. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, with access to a playing field are good choices. Marquees are another option, but expensive. You will also most likely need good parking facilities for spectators and competitors, unless this is a small thing and you're just a bunch of people like. Let's have a dog show. Um, also, make sure you have toilet. Well, it doesn't say have. It says also make sure you toilet facilities. Toilet facilities. Are you having it? Toilet facilities being a verb. Make sure you toilet facilities. Uh, <laughs> if you have a second ring for agility or an obstacle course or for obedience, then a notice of that ring's purpose should be displayed on a prominent notice board. Oh. You need good I'm signage. Glad that, like that was so specific. Right? Okay. Um the, okay. Fabulous. This is also specific. Hit me with it. The ring should be large enough for the contestants to stand along two sides and maybe partway down the third side. Oh. For a six-class novelty-type show, you should consider a ring of some 20 metres. By 20 metres. By 20 metres. <laughs> <laughs> needs to be 20 metres tall or deep. <laughs> it's a pit. <laughs> The dog Dig show pit. yourself a pit, throw all the dogs in, see what happens. <laughs> oh, jeez. Don't do that, don't do that, don't do that. No. Uh, if the contestants are stood along four sides, then the ring is too small for purpose. So, for too purpose. Too small for purpose. I don't know if that's meant to be something this else. This article that makes is sense. great. It's giving mm. me life. So, make it bigger next year. <laughs> is that what it says? Yeah. <laughs> Spectators should You've be You've already able. messed up. So, next year. Yeah. Spectators should be able to sit along at least two sides of the ring, if not three. Yeah, we get it. This is so random. Number four, more photos of thinking or more illustrations of thinking man. You need to decide how serious your show will be. Oh, (laughs) that's what we need to decide at this point in time. Uh, More serious shows use qualified and experienced judges. Fun dog shows are just that and taken less seriously by all concerned. With either, however, you need to plan out a good show program with the right number of classes. So, wow. Number five, what are the classes? Decide all the classes you'll have for the show. If you are stuck for ideas, you can look up classes. Thanks. Can you explain what a class is? Yeah. Here are some ideas, uh, which are some suggested pedigree classes. <laughs> Say classes one more time. Classes. <laughs> oh, man. It's not even. No, it just means like go look up suggested pedigree classes. It's not even a list. No. Anyway, classes as in uh, categories. Okay, as so, it, could you give us an example of something? For example, pedigree, puppy. Uh, that could be any breed up to 12 months. Cute. Um, with yearling. Their, with their vaccinations and socialized, of obviously. Course. Uh, yearling, which is any breed 12 to 24 months. Oh, I didn't know that was the name of it. Yeah. That's cute. Uh, gun dog, any breed, hounded terrier, working or pastoral. Pastoral. Like a collie, I assume. <laughs> something pastoral. that works in a what pasture. What am I thinking? I was thinking of... <laughs> Like a little pasta dog. No, no, like when it's a pasta, like a religious pasta. (laughs) It's got like a little cross around his neck. Tiny church dog. (laughs) Tiny church dog. Um, Toy and utility. We sometimes talk about these if we're um, describing a new breed. Yeah. They'll fall under these categories. Um, If that helps. And then, oh, those were the suggested pedigree classes. Oh, this is so uh, odd. It's just they're all under the same bullet point in like the same. That doesn't make sense. Level. Anyway, this is the suggestion. <laughs> Sorry to be criticizing this WikiHow article. 
<laughs> Wiki how, uh, what are you doing? Suggested novelty classes. Best veteran, which is any breed, seven years oh. and over. Which is adorable. Seven years? You've got plenty of life left in you if you're seven True. years. True. Uh, best crossbreed. Best rescue dog. Any dog that has come from an animal shelter. Rescue dog. So cute. Uh, most handsome dog. Oh. Prettiest uh, female dog. <laughs> or the other word for a the female dog that is also dog. a swear. <laughs> oh, most appealing eyes. <laughs> How much do we even judge that? That's so hard. Uh, waggiest tail. Good one. Good which one. I've definitely a seen. Classic. Especially with dogs that have, um, obviously we don't approve of it, but like dogs with docked tails. Docked tails, they go like. That <laughs> wag <laughs> their entire butts. But yeah, <laughs> it's good. Uh, best condition, best. What's best condition? I don't know. Like the shiniest Hair dog. conditioner. <laughs> There's best brace. The shiniest dog. Which just means two dogs that look similar. <laughs> so the best like partners. I don't know. The best twins. <laughs> I don't know why it's called Brace. I have to look best up what Brace is. Twins. <laughs> These um, are some intense Best categories. Irish Brace, which is two dogs of different types. What is an Irish Brace? How are you spelling Brace? B-R-A-C-E. Um, best Six Legs, which is dog and owner. No, I didn't want Bracelet. <laughs> uh, best Junior Handler. And then Dog the Judge would most like oh. to take home. <laughs> Which is cute. Hi, I want your dog. Me, all of the dogs. <laughs> you will win. What's an Irish brace or a brace? Unless it doesn't come up with anything, that's it, just a well, weird thing. Well, it doesn't. Best Irish brace. What is that? It's two dogs that live in the same household but are totally different breeds or sized. Okay. Oh, okay. So not. So they're family, but they're not biologically sure. siblings or the same breed. Okay, so there's two categories that it's are like, like. Yeah, if you had two, two brace dogs. dogs, which look alike, and then two. Um, Irish brace dogs, which are of different types, but from the same family. Yeah. Anyway, very cute. Some weird classes that you can have. Uh, other some, other some real steps. Bold suggestions in there, honestly. Right? Uh, you can have agility classes if you want to invite people to I teach some classes. I think that would be a cool thing is to do some like training classes. Yeah. And then also have um, your own agility thing if you've already prepared for it. Uh, it is traditional. This is number seven to give rosettes to the winners Aww, of every class. They give a little, cute. a little first place. Um, oh, with a larger and more colorful, col- colorful, colorful rosette to the best in show winners. Oh, very cute. Um, there's a bunch of paperwork that people should probably uh, enter, including the name, age, and breed of dog owners, contact details, classes being entered, total entry fee paid if you want to have an entry fee. Uh, Etc. <laughs> I guess the most Boring important stuff. thing is that everyone is like safe and yeah. the dogs are all happy and not under pressure. Or yeah. And if this is just a social thing, all you got to do is watch out. Just have a little dog party. <laughs> just be aware. Yeah. Um, you can advertise. You can bring in some judges. You can advertise some more. Thank you. We Mickey will happily Al. come and judge your dogs if you need. Oh my goodness. Yes, please. Hi, we're here to judge your dogs. How may we help you? Um, you want to get a setup. So you might want some obstacles and stuff. You want to make sure everyone is very uh, healthy and safe. Um, so you should maybe have a vet on hand if you'd like. If and it's then, a really big, if you're throwing a big old yeah. thing, I would definitely recommend the vet on hand. Um, and then the final step is don't panic on the day. Enjoy it. <laughs> I like how you're at your event, you're panicking, and you're like, oh, wait, step nine is to not panic. <laughs> Fix that. Uh, and that's it. That's what Cute. to think about if you're thinking I of having that. Yeah, a dog show. Wholesome as heck. It's real cute. 
Real cute. Um, do check out the show notes for all these links if you want Please some more details. Please go look at the WikiHow pictures because they're yeah, they're so bizarre. Why are the dogs just silhouettes? I don't know. It's I don't know, ridiculous. but I'm excited. Yeah. <laughs> the best oh well that's it for me yeah what i'm done up? no i'm done oh great thanks for tuning in you guys i'm done bye <laughs> uh you can find us on twitter instagram and facebook we are floof f-l-o-o-f and p-u-p-p-e-r uh papa podcast um yeah i'm trying to post a little bit more i'm working on it i'm working on it you're doing so, great thank you uh <laughs> go have a look i'm i'm trying to start a bit of a new thing where we make you guess the breed at the, Fun. the start of the week so keep an eye on that shout out to commenter leanne last week oh, leanne who, shout out to our friend leanne who guessed the dog she breed like straight, straight away up. but in all fairness she was a groomer for like i don't know 15 oh. years or something did you know yeah. that she's a dog groomer yeah. i did know that but i forgot yeah yeah, yeah. she's a lovely lovely lady and she guessed straight away so we'll shout you out Leanne. if you guess it we will <laughs> if you want to be shouted out yeah no pressure <laughs> we're really cool though yes yes uh thanks to that's not canon productions for having us once again Thank like we you. said go check out some of the other shows on the network when yeah. you're done binging us uh, and that's all I can think of. Anything Beautiful. Else? No, that's it. Go hug a dog. Yeah. Snap a photo of you yeah, hugging yeah. a dog and send it to 2009. us. 2009. <laughs> yep. <laughs> you know, sometimes Thanks for when tuning you rap in. in, you say 2009. Never mind. Yep. Thanks for listening. <laughs> Thanks, guys. Bork, bork. Goodbye. Bork, bork. Goodbye. The Disney vs. Disney Debates podcast is all about finding the answer to one simple question. What is the best Disney movie of all time? Maybe the question isn't that simple. So join us every Saturday as hosts from all across That's Not Canon fight for their movies in one-on-one debates moderated by me, Zane C. Weber. In order to decide once and for all which of Disney's beloved classics or recent hits will take the crown. Save it for the show. Available now on Spotify, iTunes and wherever you find podcasts. That's Not Canon Productions podcast. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com trip for free shipping and 365-day returns.